Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. Welcome to Just Think the Podcast. This is Holly and Amy and Kristen. And if this is your first time joining us, we are so happy to have you. We um, started this podcast just over a year ago with the intentions of bringing three friends who came from across the political spectrum in terms of the ways that we were raised and, and sort of kind of like what has informed a lot of our thoughts as we grew into adulthood. Um, and we we started having conversations over the last two years and we found that we were very united as you hear in the intro in our pursuit of the truth. And that's what we are sticking to. So on today's conversation, the three of us are back because we have had so many guests that we have been honored to have. If you have not listened to our interviews with Dr. Peter McCullough or Naomi Wolf or Michael Kane um, with Cece Duquette. These people are experts in their fields and we have been honored that they have wanted to take the time to come and talk to us and with you because it's because of you that they wanna talk to us. (laughs) It's because we have an audience that tunes in and listens and just thinks for themselves. And again, we three will tell you, do not just trust us. You know, we're going to try to bring you the information with the receipts, with the evidence, with the science, with the data. We're going to try to point you in the right directions. But again, we try every day to lay down our biases and to stop any cognitive dissonance, which some of y'all, y'all got to deal with your cognitive dissonance that is impairing you from hearing the truth. Um, But we try to lay that down and set the example for you as we're growing and learning We want you to grow and learn with us, and we do want you to just think for yourself. So go follow us on social. There's a reason I'm saying all this. You can Mm -hmm. find Just Think, the podcast on Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on Rumble, and we are now going to be on Truth Social as well. We're also on Twitter, although you can go find us. Um, We don't post as much on Twitter. Twitter's kind of a cesspool of of bull crap, so... (laughs) We, we don't think that's the best platform to find your information anymore. And plus, because they censor everything. So does Facebook and Instagram, something we're going to probably talk about today with Kristen, who has been mm-hmm. the victim of utter BS, right? But we want to tell you guys to follow us there. But also, would you please subscribe to our podcast? If you're not currently a subscriber, that certainly helps us get more visibility and give us that five-star review. If you're not going to give us a five-star review, just privately message us and tell us where we can improve. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. We record this off of Zoom. We don't make any money doing this. This is a passion project where we, three of us feel compelled to share 
in this conversation with you. So don't judge us on any technical inabilities. We are just doing the best we can running our businesses, running our families and doing a multiple amount of all kinds of things like so many of you are. But we think this podcast, well, we know it's important because it's growing in a following and we thank you for being a part of the conversation. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> now that we have gotten that out of the way, that's our little business part. Um, we are also going to have swag. You're watching on Rumble. Um, Kristen and Amy are wearing two of the pieces you'll be able to order right away. We'll continue to expand the inventory, but we're going to start simple um, at the very beginning. So definitely, if you want to rep us and just encourage people to just do this, just think, yeah. just think. Um, <laughs> then please, by all means, we try to, we're not trying to make money here. This is really just about helping people get informed. Yeah. And um, we actually, can we start off with this sweet little message that we got this week? Yes. 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 Guys, thank you for just always, you're taking the time to come encourage us. And by the way, we need that because mm -hmm. you do come under attack when you um, speak the truth. And the three of us have each other. So we always know we're on the right track because we trust and love each other and respect each other. But it helps when you guys show us the love and you give us some feedback. And we got a sweet message from um, from one of our listeners. It's actually my sister passed it along. And full disclosure, Anna. Anna is such a good resource oh, for us. We love, we love Anna. <laughs> we love us some Anna. Okay, but Anna sent us a message this week. And um, do you guys have that message by chance? Oh, yeah. It was from one of her friends. I just can't find the text all of a sudden. Um, one of her friends reached out to her and we really love it when people um, from all over the country or other countries say that they're listeners and how they found us. But will you read this one, Kristen? Um, well, uh, you know what? There were, It started out, there was another one, she said, right? She said- Yes, there's two. Yeah, okay. She said, the first one said, hey, Anna, I had a question. I have been listening to the podcast, Just Think the Podcast and Love the Girls. I recently heard Holly say they were in North Carolina and referenced Carrie. I see that you follow them on Instagram. Cur curious, do you know them? I love their podcast and uh, have her, I think it's her daughter listening yeah. now. I didn't want to say the name, yeah. uh, which I mean, thank you. But we just, you know, we didn't ask Keep permission. So, yeah. <laughs> so then she said, um, so when Anna responded, said, uh, actually, that's my sister. Um, she said, I thought Holly was your sister. I love listening to them and will certainly share with everyone. Please let them know they have a big fan in Florida and how much I appreciate all of their info. The Dr. McCullough interviews have been amazing. I'm listening uh, to another one there. I have heard him on other podcasts. I will tell you, we all stupidly got the vax her daughter and another daughter, I think I'm assuming both had to get it for work and school. I am so fearful. I'll never get another vaccine again. Not even a flu shot. These ladies have opened my eyes. I am now an advocate for my future grandchildren as well. Wish I had known all of this info before us too. too. And she said, also, I love the podcast with Naomi Wolf just ordered her book. So, I mean, that gave me chills because in, this is not just one message this is one of so many that we get and it does keep us going y'all it really does it's it's not that we do it for the praise or for the you know any any notoriety or anything like literally we just want to get this information out there because quite obviously it's not getting out it's getting censored. It's getting banned. It's, I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. So thank you. Thank you. Well, it kind of is getting out there now because the CDC, um, well, finally, finally has got on board 
little more with uh, reality, team reality. <laughs> that when we were like, you quit, call them Nestle, like Nestle quick. Yeah. We used to say that. <laughs> they are not Nestle quick. They no. are Nestle slow. They are slow. <laughs> I mean, how did it take? So, so Amy, if you follow us on social, um, I, I did a video this week that I went through using their own words from Rochelle Walensky and Fauci, who also resigned like the next day or said he was resigning in December. Stepping after we down, stepping yeah. down for a new chapter. Stepping he's down. 80. He's 80 or 81. Yeah, so he, he's a old. New, a new chapter in his career. He's old AF. Not that any 80 year olds in here don't have saying, another like, chapter in your life. You have another chapter, but <laughs> it doesn't need to be in medicine, science. It needs to be like, enjoy your family. Yes. Okay? <laughs> yes. We don't need you anymore. Um, okay. in the science world. No. Let's just hope it's a chapter in a different book, maybe in a different yeah. country. Different book in a different country. Would I'll let them go yet, though. <laughs> well, that's um, true. <laughs> here's the thing. They're, listen, I personally in life am a person who really, because I've been the recipient of a lot of grace and mercy in my own life, I like to give that to other people. Um, but I'm sorry. to If you're in a leadership position, you need to be held accountable. And here's why. You have to be held accountable so that it doesn't happen again. Americans conveniently forget their history because our educational system is so bad and because we have a media that does not continue to remind people of who we are, where we came from and how hard we fought to live in the world we live in today. And it's the whole reason why people are so comfortably giving up their rights and their freedoms in a myriad of ways, right? If you feel like you can't say something with good intentions without being canceled, you're not free. Mm -mm. Okay, that's not free. Um, if you don't feel like, if you feel like you're pressured as that listener just um, talked about pressured into a medical procedure um, for the betterment of what you're told is the betterment of yourself and your neighbor, you're not free. If you're not free to make that choice without that kind of coercion, that's not freedom. And we live in this age where that's not, we're not telling the truth. I had to go back this week, guys, and I read about the Boston Tea Party again. Uh, from the history, from a, a history um, website, because I need to remind myself what Americans were willing to do to start our country. Mm -hmm. And you know, that was about taxation. That was about control. That was about someone across the ocean continuing to control and tax people without adequate representation. And I thought to myself, you know, they threw, I think what today was about $2 million of tea into the, um, into the Boston Harbor to make a statement. And then cities around the country began to do the same thing, to make a statement. We won't be controlled by the crown anymore. And guys, it took courage. Mm -hmm. It took risk. Mm -hmm. It took loss, a temporary loss for long-term gain. And because we don't tell these stories over and over to remind our children and our grandchildren, what we have was not given. It was earned and it was paid for through blood, sweat, tears, and death. Mm -hmm. And we have forgotten. They want us to forget. Right. And they want you to, so they can control you. In fact, we just were, before we hopped on Sting, we read this, um, Sting yeah. had a concert okay. at the end of July in, I think it was in Warsaw. And he had someone interpret, because of course he speaks English, um, but he said, democracy is under attack. It's under attack in every country in the world. It's in grave danger of being lost unless we defend it. The alternative to democracy is a nightmare, a prison of the mind. That alternative is tyranny. 
All tyranny is based on a lie. The greater the tyranny, the bigger the lie. Disagree with the tyrant and you risk imprisonment or in Kristen's case, being kicked off Instagram. Torture and death. Yet that is what we must do, all of us. We must protect our right to speak the truth. The war in the Ukraine is an absurdity based upon a lie. If we swallow that lie, the lie will eat us. The lie is terrified of the truth. We must not lose this battle. If you haven't realized it yet, we are currently witnessing the loss of democracy as we know it. Humanity is literally welcoming tyranny as it rolls out to every corner of the world. Most people are too gutless to do anything about it and then pretend everything is okay. If you keep pretending nothing is happening, then humanity is in for some seriously rough times ahead, Groovers. And we just want to add, please do not okay. rely on us three as a podcast or any of the other people you follow who are trying to speak out about what's really true. Please don't allow us to be the only ones speaking out. Please join us. Do it in your way, but do it with your community, with your networks. Be willing to ask the questions. You might lose friends over it. We have, but not because we wanted to. We didn't, you know, there's a grief that you feel when people don't want to be a part of your life simply because you're willing to say what you believe. But there's a strength in numbers. And yeah. like the more people who stand up, if it was only one or two speaking out, and that's all we did this whole entire time, none of this that's coming out right now, none of this pivot and flip-flopping would have happened. It's because one person did it, then another, it's the ripple effect. Right. And so we've got to have more and more people. And honestly, I challenge you to, to just do it. Okay. You know, we say, just think, how about just do it? Think of one thing that scares you that you've been wanting to talk about or, or that one person you want to reach out to start the conversation. Just, just try it. Like, it's like trial and error, like look at it as a game. And, and the thing is, if you lose friends, what I've realized, if you lose a friend over this, that question, that friendship, like if they can drop you that quickly, just over a disagreement, then how close was that friend? Do you yeah. want, I'm, I'm not saying to like burn bridges. I've never wanted to do that, but just, just challenge yourself because I'm telling you, it gets easier and easier. It gets easier and easier. That's right. And we put it on our social media this week, right? Where we, or last week, I think it was where they did that. Um, All sides now talked about how they had interviewed these college students and most of the Democrats, the, most of the college kids who identified as Democrats said they would not live with a Republican. And a lot less Republicans said they wouldn't live with a Democrat. And our point was to say, didn't the Democrats used to be considered the party of tolerance? How did they become so intolerant? And I actually, we had um, a listener reach out and say, I wouldn't want to live with a person who, um, you know, is one of those far left progressives. And, you know, while we can understand, there's a, when you, when you look at that and you say, what do we have in common? Um, I understand that if that person's not willing to um, still be your friend or still be right. kind to you, yes, of course you wouldn't want to live with them. But we we got to be so careful, guys, that we don't become the people who also exclude someone um, just because they don't see it yet or they don't believe us yet. Okay, right. because that's that we're not going to reach them if they don't. Now, I think there's some people you can't help. Mm -hmm. we, we we saw that this week with the ass yeah, hats. Yeah, we had some ass hats, and we told y'all trying to say diversity thought they, welcome. They ass hats are not. They cannot be saved. <laughs> they cannot be helped. And so we're checking our own hearts here because we we get it. Like we understand. Like it's very frustrating when people um, ostracize. Oh, listen, let's be real. The the CDC just comes out and admits they've been a complete crap show, right? 
but let's be real. Like everything they're saying now, like there's no difference between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Yeah, we know because we said that, as Amy pointed out in our meet this week. We've been saying that since June 2021. Actually, one of the reasons I'm shadow banned because I actually, you know, had posted a Fauci video actually saying that months ago. Yeah. With you know, with the whatever, however, the viral load in the nose. That was the first thing that got canceled. I mean. You got you got shadow banned. Kristen has been threatened as of last night. Again, she's on probation because she. I don't even know what it is. They no, don't we don't know what it is. Like they they from something from like months ago. They'll just drum up something from your archives and say, yeah, oh, they'll yeah, go on your archives. Banned for yeah. Which is why on our social media channels we were trying to be careful at first because and we still are. We don't want to be in 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 the the situation where we can't reach our listeners through the what we would say now. The mar- the that social media is now the village square. I think I think Elon Musk said that, and he's exactly right. When the Constitution, when the First Amendment was written, the freedom of speech, it was written meaning when you're out with your fellow Americans, you have the right to speak and think for yourself. That was that you can say what you want. You can say what you want and be terribly wrong. Okay. Now some of the things we can't do. Can we threaten each other? Can we? No, right. no, there, there's there's laws against things that might threaten your fellow American, but but no, this silence is violence is not violence. And this you hurt my feelings or you didn't use the correct pronoun or word or whatever. I'm sorry, I will not comply with that. And here's why. Okay. Now I'm not saying I can't say use a pronoun to someone that, that sincerely comes to me and says, Will you use that? Okay, listen. We can all disagree and agree on whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about making, like, like truly making a mistake and not meaning to hurt anyone's feelings. Let me give you an example. My nephew is at App State. He's a freshman at Appalachian State here in the mountains of North Carolina. And it does fall under the University of North Carolina um, Board of Governance. And I know someone on the North Carolina Board of Governors. So you better believe I'm messaging him this week. A professor told him they were no longer allowed to use yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, yes, sir, and no, sir, because it was gender assigning. And this professor literally told the classroom, I think this is BS. And if you want to go tell, uh, well, this is, so this is hearsay, right? This is coming from my nephew, um, who I can't imagine why he would lie about this. He said, the professor said, you could take it up with whatever office does this, which I'm assuming is the diversity, equity, and inclusion office, which is in most North Carolina universities now. Parents, we need to be vocal about this. Yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, my boys will say that to you until they die. And I'm going to tell you why, because they were raised to say that as a sign of respect. It would be the equivalent of asking a Japanese person not to bow to an elder, okay? This is what we use to, to demonstrate that we are being respectful. Now, Someone can say, hey, yes, they, someone, right? Well, or just, listen, hey, hey, boo. Uh, <laughs> they can say, hey, boo. Hi, hi. Okay, Here's the thing. That professor could say, I, I would prefer you not use that with me. And then you can respect it. But right. to put this a blanket for the whole right. weeping law down and a rule right. down. Like, like, and is this professor actually going to enforce this? Like, up. Oh, uh, what do they do in college? No, you don't get detention. What is it? You're out. What? What? I like mean, you said, yes, ma'am. Out. I mean, I mean, what? <laughs> you come in my classroom. I mean, the, and this is the thing. Again, I would think most professors probably that are not sold out to the um, woke agenda would say, "Come on now, 
Like uh, any professor could go and say whatever you want to be called and ask the classroom to call you. They don't have to though. By law, they don't have to call you anything, right? But this is the point. It's I got something I can call. It's to tell don't my everybody kids. call them what they want to call. Like everybody, like why does it have to be a rule on <sighs> what you can and can't call somebody? Like if they want to be addressed as sir or whatever in their classroom, then fine. If they fine. don't, fine. Like why does it? Why do we have to make rules about everything? You know, like well, they're gonna make regulate everything because it's all about control. <sighs> and and they're gonna make control. well, no, they're gonna make so many rules. We're all silent. And the only people who can talk are the elites. That's mm -hmm. all. The only people who's going to be able to say anything because they'll be in control and we can't say a word. Everybody's talking about black supremacy. Well, not black supremacy, white supremacy. But y'all, yeah. it's elite supremacy. It just reminded me when you're like, it's the elites. Yeah. It's they are the ones that are in charge. They are the ones. Exactly right. I mean, That's that exactly video right. of Pelosi's husband going around, like, you know, like it does not matter as long, you know, the deep, when you got the UI. The Did you see the DUI video? Uh-huh. That, yeah. that fool couldn't have touched his nose with his own finger. Like, I cannot, and he, in what, but, five days in jail? Five, is that what he's getting, five days in jail? No, um, probably not even jail time, right? Probably I, like probation I, or something. I don't know. I, I don't should know. look at this, but all I'm saying is I know that it was not um, what normal people, little lay people, <laughs> would, well, regardless of your color. No, well, we saw, well oh. we saw the absolute hypocrisy when people like Gavin also Newsom. Hunter Biden on crack, like, you know, and he doesn't get rated. He gets to go on vacation, you know, smokes crack and has his laptop full of porn and, you know, all kinds of terrible underage everything. Underage, everything. And we've if that had been. We've seen pictures, y'all. We've seen it. She's got the laptop from hell. Highly recommend y'all listening to it. It's bad. It's worse than more probably we can imagine. And he's still just out gall gallivanting. On Air Force One. Oh, he's on Air Force One and visiting the White House, y'all. Meanwhile, Trump's getting raided, uh -huh. right? I mean. <laughs> and, and here's the thing about that. If you're going to do an unprecedented move, FBI, and raid a former president's house, you better have your ducks in a row for the American public, for the 50% of Americans who voted for him. And 48%, whatever the, you know, just under, I mean, listen, Biden didn't win by a landslide. You know, there's a lot of people in America who are going to want answers as to why that was needed. And yeah. we have yet, what has it been two weeks now? We've yet to get answers. And they say, well, it can, I understand this part. It can interfere with the investigation. Okay. Well, we can understand that. However, what are you investigating? What, what, like, what are you investigating? And of, of course he's fighting back. He's fighting I back. Saw a piece of paper balled up in a turlet, and they, they were talking about that. I'm like, well, how about this, guys? Breaking, breaking update. I have some news. Oh, it's ooh. been revealed that Donald Trump was housing a private server at Mar-a-Lago, um, and he hired a close associate to wipe it clean with computer software. And the FBI also found government phones, which were smashed to oh. pre prevent evidence from being discovered. <gasps> Just kidding. That was Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Scare y'all for a second. We still don't know. They still, and I understand what you're saying. We don't want to whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like my whole thing is that at this point, they have so much time to craft right. a little, you know, they could just I'm not putting it, you know, I don't trust anybody. No. I don't care who I was are. trying to look because coffee and COVID. If y'all I know y'all listen to us. If y'all don't get coffee and COVID, please. It's so good. So Get good. It. I mean, you don't even need the news. You just need, I mean, I know. Just, he's our source but, for a lot of our um, news. But he has a link to the motion or complaint of Trump's strategy. But he said that the, the 
basically what it shows is the story of Trump's full cooperation with the investigation and eviscerates the government's lame story that he never stopped, that he ever stopped cooperating. I think that's the issue is that that a raid should be like last resort, like all other things have gone through. And, but I can't find, I can't click on the link. It's like a Google thing. Well, somebody was we'll saying like a raid, like raids are if there is a like sex trafficking ring inside the home happening at that moment. Or a raid is if somebody has like nuclear bombs and they're threatening to detonate a city right then. I mean, a raid right. is. We need to raid that black book of Epstein. And right. Kill, like, I mean, that, um, that, none of that's threat. been done. <laughs> Let's make a list of all the things that should have been raided, starting right. with, of course, Epstein and Ghislaine, whatever her name is. Hunter. Hunter. Hunter <laughs> Biden. Um, oh, oh, I mean, Gavin Newsom, th because let me tell you something, that dude's shady as crap. Oh, let's go on up to Canada and go get their ding-dong <laughs> prime minister. I mean, there's some people we should raid. And, so now that we've got fun, precedent that we can just raid anybody, let's just bring it on. Let's, all right, well, you here's raid? the thing. Right. You, if that's you, what's scary is that they can do that to anybody once they do that now, you know? Well, that's the thing. Here's the point. If you, if there's a real legitimate reason to raid Donald Trump and it ha and you have followed every letter of the law, then fine. Then that, then you're doing what you're supposed to do. There's just no disclosure on it, which is only fueling the fires of the right. I mean, of all Trump supporters. Meanwhile, let's talk about this. I want to understand why Mitch McConnell Talking about somebody who needs to go with Nancy Pelosi. Y'all, you're 10 years up with Fauci. Once you've crossed over, you, you're close to the Rainbow Bridge. You need to go to Florida. And, yo, can they have Term a Florida retirement, retirement home in Florida with DeSantis in charge? Yes. Listen, okay. And we're, we're joking because ageism. We don't want to be a part of that. Listen, no, I mean, I'm great. Like, God, just, you don't need to be in, in our political scene for 70 years. That's it. It's it's the tenure piece that it's bugs us. To like, you got, we got to have like, we got to let other people have a chance. Yes. That's right. And Joe Biden has been in office most of his life now, right? I believe it's most of his like most of his adult life. And and this guy has never owned a business. And yet, never owned a business. He went to law school and got involved in politics pretty quickly. I don't think he was even a great lawyer, but that's beside the point. The, the thing is, is that this dude has never run anything that he owned. He didn't have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And did I get this right? And I'm going to go back to Mitch McConnell. But did, I just read that they said that they were exempting the um, Congress from um, uh, like audits or something. IRS audits. Oh, I was trying to fact check that. I want to. I want to. I want to figure that out. So before we like, yeah, we are not going to say that's true. But I think that there is something that, there, and you know, there's a loophole. There's yeah, got to be. Yeah, well, I'm they, sure. they always vote in their own loopholes, which is why there's got to be a check and balance for the people who make laws because clearly they're out of control at this point. Right. But back to Mitch McConnell, he comes out this week and says that the, the, that the Republicans are not going to probably win the Senate in 2022. In any other world with the approval ratings or disapproval ratings, let's say, of a sitting president, you would have a sweep of the other party in that next election, almost, almost guaranteed, because... Right. No one likes, no, most people don't like where the world's going right now. They don't like it. They're, they're fundamentally against it. Okay. So we know that that's statistic that's proven through time and time again from a myriad of polls. However, Mitch McConnell's already in August, what waving a white flag saying, yeah, we're probably not going to win the Senate. My question to Mitch McConnell is why? And here's the more. Right. About it. Right. 
The more I thought about it, well, he says polling. But let me tell you what I am very suspicious of. The Republicans hated Trump, too. Let's remember that those Republicans who've been in power forever hated him, too, because he called their BS out, too. Mm -hmm. You can love or hate Donald Trump. I hated him when he was on The Apprentice. I can't ever say that, like, I looked. I did. I was like, you're such an arrogant. Well, I don't think anybody was ever like, oh, Donald Trump is so awesome. So like, awesome. Like, no. But but coming out of Mark, he's listen, let me tell you what it was for people who still don't understand how he got elected and how people voted for him a second time. I'm going to tell you right now what it was for the vast majority of people. And I know a lot of Trump voters and I'm going to tell you what it was. It wasn't that they liked him. Mm -hmm. It was that he had business experience. He loved America. He thought America had been bending over to other countries for way too long, that, that the other countries like in NATO needed to do their part, that the United States should not be the one paying for everything, doing everything, and certainly should not let China get ahead. He also thought that Obama's apology tours around the world, apologizing for being great, were BS. And I happen to agree with that. And so this is why people would vote for Donald Trump, is they saw someone who was frankly a wrecking ball to both parties, because many of us are sick of the parties. And mm -hmm. he appealed to that. Now, then there's people who say, well, he was racist and yeah. he was misogynist. Let me tell you something. There. I, like let's be real. evidence we show evidence. us evidence like truly. every person that we worked for him evidence. that was of color talked about what a good man he was i mean so it was very hard to get evidence on the racism thing and meanwhile course, biden has been on video quoted for saying do i mean i don't know how you can't take it as racist tell him, tell him <laughs> what he said in case anybody missed it tell him what he said he said, well, there's, there's so many. Of course, well, one was, you're not black. Oh, so many, but there are. Oh, yeah, if you don't you're not black if you don't vote for me? Like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black? No, that's what? definitely one, but there's been even worse. Like, literally, I've, we have so many oh, videos. Like, I've Obama, got them. Like, he's the first, um, he's actually, like, clean and articulate or something. I mean, he's oh, just Lord. I, I, I think I have, like, even in our um, notes when we were listening so, to the laptop from hell, yeah, they, were, they were even telling us. So, so I mean, trust us. We've got it. And if anybody wants to hear it and you don't believe us, and he we was will associated with the, um, the, the guy who ran the KKK. KKK. Like, right. Oh, did the, uh, David Dukes. I, I, don't, I don't even remember who, what his name was, but, but I don't even remember. It might have been. But, yeah. like, these are things that directly tie you to right. like it's the words you say and like maybe the people that you are closely connected to right you know if you're going to want to call somebody these labels and names which are yeah. very horrible and you need to be damn sure if you're going to go out there and call somebody a racist or homophobic and all that stuff yeah. you better know for a fact that they are and have receipts and and it's just beyond me that like over the past five or six years it has been nothing but this narrative thrown out there to right. everyone i mean people believe it watch the news for the past four or five years i can see why you hate them right because oh, yeah. all you've been told to do for the past five years straight yes. ad nauseum but with no real evidence no and and here's the thing turn off your please turn off mainstream media i listen if you watch it then go watch go watch a myriad of it and then get away from it because yeah. it is indoctrination it is the strategy it is it is the strategy to control the information. And we remember John Mayer wrote it back under the Bush administration. He was right then and he is right now. When they own the information, when you trust your television, what you get is what you got. Because when they own the information, they can bend it all they want. Yeah. We are living in this right now. And so if you hate Donald Trump, 
And then you have to ask yourself, based on what evidence, if you hate his policies, okay, hey, I understand that. I mean, but I, what I will not, what I will not entertain is someone throwing accusations that they cannot substantiate. And to say that you think he's racist, you just, that's a, that's a, that's a strong accusation to come without merit. And I know they say because of Charlottesville, remember they misquoted him out of the Charlottesville. Go listen to his whole speech on Charlottesville. That's the thing. You got to listen to the whole the thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. The just whole thing. like January 6th with like, when he said go peacefully, like, everybody's acting like he said march like you just can't and y'all it's not like i was a trump lover it literally almost every time every time i vote it's the lesser of two evils right i gotta vote for somebody yep. right and yep. then i loved that he wasn't a politician because i hate politicians yeah no offense to any politicians but nobody ever tells the truth it's yeah. quite obvious it's, it's playing out right now and yep. like you said with the tenures like look at fauci and when you're saying the fauci like where he has to be you know you want to you want to give people grace this man has repeated, repeated deception, yep. lies, crimes. Like, uh, I mean, literally, I, I can truly say, especially after reading that book. Um, oh, my gosh. What is it? The Fauci. Oh, the, real Anthony Fauci. the real Anthony Fauci. And just learning so much more about him. He is killed. He has been responsible for thousands and thousands and thousands, maybe millions of deaths. I mean, I can truly believe that and say yep. that yep. <laughs> to back it up. But like, but, but this is one of those things, just like all the politicians, they don't have to fight for it. They, because when you have tenure, you're just like, Oh, you get, they get complacent. They don't care. But when there's actually like some competition, yeah. they may actually try to work for it, but they probably won't. All they're going to do is tell you, feed right. you what they think you want to hear to get the votes. Look at all the flip-flopping right now and elections. Coming. And here's my question. How are the, the way that the way to stay in office for this long is you have to you have to have funds you got to have some cash you got to have some money. Go look at the salaries of elected officials. Okay, mm. they are the president of the United States only makes like four hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm not saying only like that's chump change, but I mean the way that these people live and the way that they stay in power and the mm. way that they are millionaires. How do you become a millionaire on a senator sa salary over? That's probably? right. They're all invested in Pfizer. Right. So there's stuff going on. And this is how they, this is how they squash the competition and stay in power because they can throw the money around yep. and stay there. And the thing where you were saying about Mitch McConnell yeah. and just saying, you know, he also doesn't want real people to rise up no. and get into the ranks of government because that's that that shakes up the power um structure that's going on right now it's not just democrats it's republicans too they yes. have this cushy little you know it's situation elite supremacy it is elite it's elite supremacy. supremacy and when you have somebody that like carrie lake who just got into politics last year um and you have people like you know i don't know josh hawley like people who mm. are real americans who are just like and ron tired, johnson ron johnson oh, ron DeSantis. Him tired of the crap and they're going to call it like it is mm -hmm. that scares the bejesus out of them. And, and somebody like Mitch McConnell would rather see his party lose than risk having real, we, the people mm -hmm. step into the government. Yep. That's what we suspect guys. That's what we suspect that there is something at hand here with some of these long-term senators, L Lindsey Graham, I'm looking at you too. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're like, Okay, where have y'all been over the last two years when you could have been screaming from the rooftops about all the BS that you know yeah. is going on, but you've sat back and just waited for re-elections because you want to see 
What's going to happen to you and your party? You're way more concerned about that than you are with the American people. And this is the time for a revolution of sorts where we start to tell these parties, hey, let me first say this. Don't give a dime to a Republican or Democrat party ever again. Don't give them a single dime. That would be my best advice to you. Go support grassroots candidates whose mm -hmm. policies align with your beliefs. Period. End of story. It's just like when the when the Supreme Court said we're going to put abortion back in the hands of the states, go elect the people that that are going to vote mm -hmm. for how you want to see that play out locally. That's the goal. Guys, it's much easier to govern locally than on a large federal scale. That's why our government was set up the way that it was. And the federal government was only supposed to do what? It was supposed to protect us, to provide for the common defense. But what it's done instead, you take an agency like the CDC that finally this week says, oh, we screwed up and we need to do, we need to have an accounting for what's going on internally. And all that's a smokescreen, in my opinion. They're doing an internal investigation, hoping to God nobody does an external one. Because if they do an external one, we're going to find far more than them effing up a pandemic. And let me tell you something else they're going to find. If they go look at Mitch McConnell and some of these old people, they're going to find that have been there forever. I'm not saying old by age. I mean, been in, in government forever. They're going to find some of the same stuff. These people are bought and sold into the system. And Mitch McConnell and the Republicans do not want to lose to sort of this Tea Party fringe, so to speak, like they were concerned about under the Obama years. They don't want the fringe coming in. Why? The fringe is not beholden to them. So if they don't use money to elect them, they can't control them once they're in power. Do you remember what Trump said when he's like, I'm not taking money from certain people because I don't want to have to protect their interests? Right. Remember right. that? He was telling you how it works. And this is what we're saying. And that was the best thing about the Trump presidency, in my opinion, is he exposed so much. Right. All of them are hate him. Now the public knows more than they did before. I'm still waiting for him to tell us about Sasquatch and aliens, but whatever. We're making <laughs> progress. We're going to we're gonna find out if those are real. But, you know, we kind of all thought he would tell us, like, what he did, right? Okay, but here's the point. These agencies, these groups, this, these tribes, okay, they are funded to get power and they don't want to lose their power or their funding. Mm -hmm. And so if a person gets elected that was not elected, thanks to the party, guess what? They can't control them. That is what you're seeing happen. These Republicans don't want these grassroots people in. They don't want the Tony Calvins in. They do not want them there. They want to make sure, and they will put so much money behind these okay. crap candidates that are not getting it done. They're not representing you, the people just to make sure their name is out there enough to where people see the R or the D beside their name, or in our case, the R. Yeah, so we're talking about the Republican Party right now. And they'll just vote for them. The incumbent. Oh, I know his name. Yeah, I'll vote for him. Right. We've got to stop this. We, the people, have got to become the most educated voters. Yep. And we've got to stop giving money to the wrong people. Yes. And that that's the great advice is to give money directly to the candidates that you like. Because it's kind of like, you know, when you give money to... Um, you know, the American Red Cross versus, you know, an individual local organization. The mm -hmm. Red Cross is only, only like, you know, 5% of your money probably is actually going to what you are intending it to go for. Right. And yeah. when you're giving money to these, these candidates that you want to see um, rise up, you know, they, they are going to be up against a freaking machine. Mm -hmm. I mean, a, a total machine. And so giving money directly to them is way more helpful than giving it to like, the party like the dnc or the rnc or whatever mm -hmm. and then they're because they're going to shell it out how they want to to keep the system going how they want it to go yeah mm -hmm. that's right and i think that's that's we need more of that of the people who are not beholden to their donors 
but they will just represent the people with good common sense and represent the people who elected them to go and, and uphold their vows that they made when they were elected. You know, do you know how many of these candidates don't keep their word once they're elected or oh, vote for bills? Do any I, of I, them actually keep their word? I mean, I feel like all is, a, yeah, 100%. I mean, <laughs> right? it, it's so maddening. Now, we're going with good intentions. They, they end up getting corrupted and bought and, yeah. you know, they're going to. And that's what's sad. Gonna, that's yeah, it's really sad because they're like, I'm going to go make change for my people and I'm going to represent my state or my county or whatever. And then they get yep. sucked in, the, in order to play the game. We talked about this on our podcast with Tony Cowden. You can get back and listen to that episode. Yeah, it's really it's good. way more into that. But it's it's, just- it's the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. That's what Jesus said. It, it's always going to be at the at the at the it's the underpinning of evil in this country has to do with money and power. And people listen, lest you judge, if you're getting millions of dollars, right? To go now, the three of us can't imagine doing that. And just full disclosure, that's like we're we're not built that way. But, um, but, but you can understand if somebody is getting so much money, how they get just pulled into the system mm-hmm. without even, before they even know what they've sold out to. Um, but then let's talk about these non-elected people, people like Anthony Fauci, these bureaucrats that are given so much power, but nobody elected them. Mm-hmm. And there's a great article by Barry Weiss. If you don't follow her, um, it's Common Sense with Barry Weiss on Substack. Go follow her. Go follow her podcast. She is a liberal, by the way. I want to, I want to, well, she is identified historically as a liberal lesbian. Okay. So not a far right conservative. I would say the same about Matt Taibbi, Alex Berenson. All of, none of these people are Trump lovers. Okay. But Matt Taibbi did a great piece on how he sees now that like Trump has been under vicious attack because he was threatening the power of the elites. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about Fauci for a second. And I want to, again, Barry Weiss, let me just also mention this. These doctors we've interviewed, Dr. McCullough, um, we've not talked to um, Peter uh, Pierre Corey, but- I want to get him. We're getting we him. I want to get him on. Um, I want people to understand um, Michael Caine, who we interviewed recently, Naomi Wolf, lifelong Democrats, guys. Okay. Steve Kirsch. I mean, <laughs> literally every person we've talked to. Uh, yeah. Every single yeah. one. So has anybody been from saying, like yeah. the left. Except for James Thorpe, Dr. James Thorpe. Okay. Right. 99% of our guests are that. And then it's like still on the news, just real quick. They 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 say everything that's in opposition, far right extremists. Far <laughs> right extremists. Far right extremists. And I'm like, no. Far right extremists. It's like keep saying it. Keep saying it. Misinformation. Disinformation. Just keep saying conspiracy theorists. That's it. That's it. But but with Dr. Fauci, and this is the thing that I want people to understand. Okay, so Barry was vaccinated. She was a masker. She lives in LA. But she and her and her team wrote an amazing article that everybody should go read on Dr. Fauci and how much he got it wrong and should have known he was getting it wrong. Um, he mm-hmm. says it says as the lead medical authority to two administrations on COVID-19, Dr. Fauci was unwavering in his advocacy for draconian policies. And this is, then they go through them. One on children, because very early in this pandemic, we knew that children were not at risk, yet we treated them like mass super spreaders. And, and it says to their detriment, and it talks about Johns Hopkins came out and said, absolutely, this has been terrible. But then yesterday on Fox, of course, Neil Cavuto, if you're a Fox watcher, he is like the one, he is my least favorite. Um, I, I don't like a lot of them, to be honest with you, but Neil Cavuto is like, anyway, 
he interviewed Fauci because I told y'all, I texted y'all, I said, I bet you it's Neil Gavuto that's because they're not going to let some people at Fox interview him. I promise you that. They won't get it. He won't. <laughs> Tucker won't interview him. They won't let Tucker at it. They won't let Tucker interview well, him. Well, they didn't let the Kim Elverson. Uh, uh, Kim Iverson. Iverson. At the Hill. At the Hill. She quit over it. They wouldn't let her because she questioned. She questioned. And then they wouldn't let her interview. She just had really good questions. She, yes. <laughs> okay. good. But Neil Cavuto asked him, he goes, uh, whether the COVID restrictions went too far and if they forever damaged the children who couldn't go to school except remotely. And this was his reply. Dr. Fauci said, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaged anyone. Okay. Which house do you live in? And how do you know? How do, yeah. you, how do you even well, know? Let's go ask the child that I know that killed himself. Let's oh go ask God. those children that killed themselves if it's irreparably harmed them, idiot. Anyway, sorry. And we this, will never know the damage. Well, Barry, who's not a mom, I think she's a mom to be, but she says parents know otherwise. That a generation is coping with learning loss and depression and all these things at the uh, brookings institute test score gaps between students in low poverty and high poverty elementary schools grew by 20 percent in math and 15 percent in reading yep. over those last over those years anxiety and depression hit record highs i mean come on dude you're so out of touch if you don't get this the but privilege. and he is in charge he is the one in charge of public health are they changing the definition of health too Oh, they will. They changed everything else. That's next. Let's just play with words. Mm -hmm. um, but this Dr. Fauci let basic research questions about the nature of COVID-19 go unanswered. Listen to this. Somehow, even though he has a $45 billion budget at the NIH, only 2% of grants were to basic COVID research, while billions of federal money was invested in developing vaccines, according to a study conducted by my colleagues at John Hopkins and I. The you, yeah, I need to put, we need to find that video. We were listening to it in Oak Island when we were walking and it was with Marty McCary yeah. and Jim Jordan. And yeah. they were, in, he was talking about how they are these small, if, like, this is once again, I think even Cheryl, Cheryl Atkinson was interviewing maybe Marty say yes, it when they were talking about the studies like the small exactly. studies that they are having to fund it and it's like why don't we have like a crowd help type you know go find me type like if everybody donated five dollars ten dollars a hundred dollars five hundred dollars yeah. to these smaller places that are actually doing the legit like tests our and studies agencies aren't doing them but but they're getting or they're getting funded so then they're not going to come out with a conclusion that's going to go against the very organization funding that's them? funding them and this is what's happening Science has got to be unbiased and it cannot be paid for by a side. It has to be funded by people with no skin in the game. And unfortunately, a lot of these studies are paid by pharma. Um, the, they also did not do timely studies on masks um, or the susceptibility of people in nursing homes or natural immunity or wastewater data or vaccine-induced heart injury in young people. I mean, he basically didn't do anything that, that he could have done and should have done in the last two years. No, you know who did do it? I'm going to interrupt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Before I forget, brownstone.org. Okay. There were even like a year ago, there were 150 studies on natural immunity. Okay. Yeah. And there were all, like a hundred, like all of mass. Hundreds. There were hundreds of studies that have now shown that natural immunity is better than vaccinated immunity. But they were not done by the CDC. Oh. And they were not done by the NIH. I mean, no. It, it, no, and when they were done and came out, Kristen, they didn't even talk about it. In fact, Dr. Sanjay Gupta asked Dr. Fauci in the fall of 2021 on right. CNN, 
He That's said, right, as that. we talk about vaccine mandates, I get calls all the time. People say, I already had COVID, I'm protected. And now the study says even more protected than the vaccine alone. How do you make the case to them? And Dr. Fauci's answer was, I don't really have a firm answer for you on that. Dude, you should have had a firm answer. And that was that a natural immunity clearly is working. Well, this is a great segue into, they also don't know about the menstrual cycles and the fertility where he says, you know, we really don't know. He's like, you know, the menstrual cycle, how did he put it? He was like, that's just a, a temporary thing. How we do you know? We need more time to figure it out. We need AKA, more time. We need to watch what happens to y'all. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, let me just show y'all because on this, this is the, if you look up, look, I'm telling you, I've got, I've got my receipts here. Yep. The cumulative analysis of post-authorization adverse event reports of the Pfizer received through February 28th, 2021. We did an awesome reel on this, talking about the adverse effects, uh, you know, side effects that they knew within three months of the roll rollout. This was literally from December 1st, I believe, through February, 2021, okay? it All the adverse events, okay? All of these, this is where it says 1,293 deaths they knew about, they knew about it, okay? But that if you've seen um, dailyclout.io, there was an excellent article, we'll post it, um, that um, Amy Kelly, I think is her name, um, posted, but she had a, a link to everything she said, but talking about the Pfizer documents and saying how they basically lied or hid the fact that they didn't even do the studies or that it's damaging. But I want y'all to know on page 29, it says that no genotoxicity studies are even planned. It says no genotoxicity studies are planned for BNT162B2 as the components of the vaccine constructs are lipids and RNA and are not expected to have genotoxic potential. Not expected. How do we know? Well, okay. oh, that reminds me too, Kristen, of all the times that we heard Walensky. Based on and, hope. Or... Based on hope. Burks and Walensky said, well, we hoped. We hoped. It's not so, expected, so. So then, I mean, okay. Then, carcinogenicity studies with BNT162B2 have not been conducted. Okay. Have not, that, that means you don't know. We do not know if this is going to cause cancer in the future. We have no idea because they have not done the studies. Okay. This is also the same for any vaccine, right, Holly? Yeah. Like they, yep. they have not done that. No, no not yet. They are encouraging people, even though they were excluded from the study, people who had cancer, they are encouraging, coercing, bullying them to have it. And now they're finding out that a lot of the people who are on certain, oh, you're okay. Yeah. She's going to read something too. We'll get to the cancer in just a second. Let me just yeah. go real quick. The reproductive and developmental toxicity, reproductive and develop, this is for the COVID vaccine back to Pfizer. Okay. The reproductive and developmental toxicity assessments were made with the Pfizer. It was administered IM injection at the human clinical do dose to 44 with female Wistar Han rats. So 44 rats, female rats. Okay. That's it. That's what they tested the fertility on 44 rats. So they didn't test on male rats. Wait, yeah. Following completion of a mating phase with untreated males. Okay. They did not treat the males with the vaccine. Okay. They were saying 22 rats underwent c-section were submitted something like that the remaining 22 rats were allowed to litter whatever it is but it says there were no pfizer related death i say pfizer because i don't want to go through the whole bnt whatever um pfizer related deaths during the study 
Okay, but they are saying, and it says there were no Pfizer-related effects on any mating or fertility parameters. But you there don't know Pfizer-related effects on any ovarian, uterine, or litter parameters, including embryo fetal survival. No effects on postnatal offspring. How do they know? How long did they test this? Including postnatal growth, physical development, and there was more with the sperm. But either way, they are saying that it's totally fine, even though they tested 44 rats and that's it. it. Okay. And just so y'all know, there, there's a great article on that, on this too, with the pregnancy that uh, I need to go back and look and get so I have the right number because only two, 38 people, there were only 38 left. Like they had, they, they lost track of most of the people in the study. Where did they go? Where'd they go? Lost track. Oh, so I'm going to find what I was going to do it. Them losing track of those people is about as convenient as Fauci not having an answer about natural immunity. Like, yeah. how do you not have an answer? You I don't lose understand. Track of study participants? But, but how do you lose track of study participants? Well, first of all, we also know there were people injured in the Pfizer studies that they really did seem to intentionally lose track of. They won't even respond to these people. You remember the story of the girl who's like paralyzed, the young girl? Yeah. And the, all the children were in the study, but the girl had like horrible, horrible like she's paralyzed. It's terrible. Oh, and yeah. Pfizer won't even respond to it. Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all need to listen to Maddie's story. Go listen to yeah. it on Big Tree, the high wire. You'll yeah. be, you're, you'll be mortified. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. Page 12 of that report. Um, 274 pregnancy cases, but it says 270 mother cases. Pregnancy outcomes for the 270 pregnancies were reported as 23 spontaneous abortion, that means miscarriage, okay? That's another name for miscarriage. So 23. 23 is not enough. Five, stop. five where the outcome is pending. They don't know. And then there were two each, premature birth with neonatal death and spontaneous abortion with intrauterine death. Two each of those. So that's four more. And then another spontaneous abortion with neonatal death. And then one normal outcome. No outcome was provided for 238 pregnancies. Okay. But this is where, if you hear there's like different distinctions and stuff, it says note that two different outcomes were reported for each twin and both were counted. I don't know what that means. Even Dr. Corey was saying that. So that's where like different stats are coming out. Like it could be 44%, could be whatever. But either way, do you not feel that of the however many that they reported on, only one was a normal outcome? Only one. What was the stat to Kristen? It was over 40% of people who got pregnant during the trials miscarried. That, yeah, that was even a, that was even a misnomer that because um, it was more like 80% in the first trimester if they had been given the vaccine in the first trimester, because that was, that's another great interview, Jeffrey Jackson on the Jackson report with Dell Bigtree on the high wire. I'm going to send you back to that. It's only like a nine minute um video and if you go there and you just look miscarriage and it says are the vaccines causing miscarriages it is an excellent they go through the whole article and so many people went to i think it was uh bmj or jama i can't remember which article it is but i have it and um, then and then you didn't you have some nurses contact you too um kristen and say that they were seeing heart damage in infants yes well and also a lot of placental issues and clotting and there's it's very so unusual so many things and nobody's relating it nobody's like where did your critical thinking skills go this is weird it's i mean they're baffled 
You're baffled. Baffled. Well, right. Amy, about what about your cancer, though? Yeah. Oh, so well, when she said that they didn't do any studies on carcinogenic effects of the vaccine, you know, so since we have no information to go off of, all we can do is go off of anecdotes and what people what happens to real people. And this is just one story that we heard on Coffee and COVID, which is just really interesting. Um, it says this was an article. Um, in the Epic Times or Epoch Times, I don't Epoch, know. Yeah. Epoch. Okay. Um, it says new. The, the article headline is "New and Recurrent Cancers After mRNA Vaccine Studies Suggest Immune Changes," and it's an alarming timeline for a former cancer patient named Bonnie. She recovered from breast cancer in 2012 and has been testing was testing regularly for her cancer markers every few months, and they'd always been low, averaging like 0.4. Okay. Um, she had her first. A vaccine in 20, January 2021, and her next cancer marker test showed slightly elevated but not alarming levels at 3.7. After her second jab in February, it bumped up again to 5.2. And after her booster in October, her marker shot up to a red hot 17.6, and her doctor called her in for an immediate PET scan. You guessed it, her breast cancer was back, and not only that, it had already metastasized. Um, and a quote from her, it says, it went to all my bones, it didn't go to any of my body organs, but it was over every bone you could think of. On the PET scan, I lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm. She was suddenly and unexpectedly in stage four. Ah. They, they immediately put her on chemo, $14,000 a month, which got the cancer under control, but Bonnie will remain on serious medication for the rest of her life and is already experiencing side effects like hair loss, loss of bone mass, and so on. Um, so that well, these are just anecdotes and you guys may see and I know that personally in our lives mm -hmm. we have seen and known people who have had cancer yep and, and it was under control yep and as of the week before and <laughs> then they get their vaccines and the cancer goes crazy and the dose makes the poison right because that's I know mm -hmm. we've heard Dr. Ryan Cole say that it's like the more boosters the more greater the elevated everything mm -hmm. Um, and we have a listener who's actually reached out and was so gracious to share her story. She is a cancer patient and was pregnant, had cancer. I mean, think, talk about this. P pregnant, had cancer during her pregnancy. And if I understand this correct, um, correctly, and the doctors were pushing, 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 mm -hmm. get back to, and she was, no, I don't, I don't feel right about it. She had a doctor come back to her later. I don't know if he called her or told her an appointment. I'm so glad you didn't do it. Because it could have made things worse. Well, what they were seeing is that the vaccine is having negative effects with people on the chemo that she was on or that she had been on. And that's the whole issue, y'all, is that we don't know. That was my whole premise on this is that, yes. I mean, if somebody else wants to be part of the experiment, that is on you. But yeah. we don't know. And no. it is not stupid to sit back and wait <laughs> till we do know, right. till we do know more. No, yeah. but we were shamed. Let's let let's. let's oh, we, were stupid. we were called ignorant. We were called anti-vaxxers. We were called, you know, horse-paced users. Like um, conspiracy theorists. Again, well, you know what <laughs> we do? We should actually play that. Someone put together a really good compilation. Yes, they did. Of this. And I just want everybody to hear what they were saying about all of us who said we don't know. We Please. don't know. Oh, yep. by the way, I, so I, the only viral reel I've ever done on mm. Instagram was because I said, I respect your decision to choose however you want for your body. Right. I am not going to get the jab because I'm going to rely on my natural immunity. And I said this in, was it April or May of 2021? And the ass hat who came out 
<laughs> including a doctor that we know in Texas who is a pediatric specialist of some sort in a hospital who completely tried to shame us and called us divisive, called us divisive. I wish she'd call me now. I got some things I'd like to call and tell her. But here is, I'm serious. It really, it, this is the stuff that makes me mad because you don't have to agree with me, but you should not. When you don't have all the information, right? You can't think that you do. You right. should not. You should not do that to people. And how sad! How many people went with this mob mentality? Right. right? Went along with the brain with the and still are still, still are still are. But at the point to where they were like furious with people who weren't getting vaccinated and ready to just oh, Jennifer Aniston said from the world like it's just yeah how horrible. Well, how much do you feel? I, I think we should start I'm with our favorites, Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I sent you that video, that screen recording. Oh, yeah, girl. We're not getting oh, okay. who are believing the lies on the internet instead of science. It's time to start shaming them. Search every ravine, every crevice. What the fiend must be found. As Christmas approaches, many of us will be faced with a new dilemma how to handle unvaccinated loved ones and whether you should spend time with them over the festive season. Mm -hmm. Well, I certainly hope that all of you are vaccinated. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in the room with lots of people who aren't vaccinated. The risk posed to all of us by unvaccinated people, people get angry. Jennifer Aniston is doubling down on cutting non-vaccinated people out of her life. I surround myself and I'm surrounded with love and um, honor and, and certainly those that are vaccinated. Most Australian parents who are unvaccinated will be banned from seeing their own sick children in the state's hospitals. And people have had time, you know. Yeah. I mean, really. She says, the unvaccinated, I really want to piss them off. And so we're going to continue doing so until the end. And just say, now it's mandatory to get vaccinated. them, their freedom. I want my freedom to live. Being held accountable for your own actions isn't called discrimination. It's called being, you wouldn't believe it, a goddamn bloody adult. Calling for anti-vaxxers to be stripped of Medicare. Well, anger is building among parents and vaccinated teachers as governments start to allow unvaccinated people to return to work. What will happen? The virus is literally finding unvaccinated people. If you are unvaccinated, the virus will hunt you out. The vaccination of the unvaccinated. That if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. I, that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... I mean, first of all, it was the vaccinated who's probably having a heart attack to start with. Um, but, but my question to those people is, what made you so sure? They were so all in with Anthony Fauci that, and we were told so many because times. Because CNN told Walensky, and then Walensky told everybody else, right? Yeah, because yeah, she was looking <laughs> to CNN for her death. Right. Um, but they were all in. You're right. They, they were, were all They were all in. in. They were all they in knew. on. They just knew. 
on something that, but listen, they were told to be all in. I mean, they're gullible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. Like you have to be some, some, somewhat gullible to, and that's something I did read recently that they said more conservative people with more conservative ideologies don't trust the government. And so I do think that's where I, I, I was raised to think for myself and to be an independent thinker and to not just follow along. So I don't think it was as hard for me to go, wait a minute, this doesn't make, how do you right. know? And right. plus, I have known the truth about other vaccines for many years. And when I say the truth, I mean the actual truth mm -hmm. um, about vaccines. So I knew there was cover-ups. I knew I just didn't trust the pharmaceutical companies. And all three of us have a story of, of we're thankful for good doctors. We're thankful for great nurses. We're thankful for modern medicine. But we had three, we had three experiences where we would have, someone could have died. Mm -hmm. If we hadn't have been critical thinkers, if we hadn't have been thinking for ourselves or not recovered or been medicated forever. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that just made us not trusting. But for you to go out and not just say, I'm going to choose to get the vaccine and follow along, but to shame people who did it. people. That's, 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 that's where, weird. that's yeah. the tipping point where it's just like. Too far. Right. Too far. Too right. far. And I, I want to remind everyone, there were doctors who spoke out with the Great Barrington Declaration. Yes. And this letter was published in October 2020. So early on in the, quote, pandemic, it was an open letter that called for focused protection of the most vulnerable instead of blanket shutdowns of schools and businesses. And it was authored by Dr. Jay Butachara of Stanford, um, Dr. Sunitra Gupta of Oxford. We've talked about this many times on the podcast. And Dr. Martin Koldorf, and then who was of Harvard at the time. It was signed by 10 of thousands of doctors and scientists and doctors Fauci and Collins never talked to one of them that anyone could ever you know they could never prove that they ever talked to one of them but instead they criticized them and four days after it was published they were they called them fringe epidemiologists in their email we've shared that in our um in our google drive before the the copy of the email and it said there needs to be a quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. I don't see anything like that online yet. Is it underway? That was Dr. Francis Collins asking Dr. Fauci and, and um, Dr. Fauci said, and then, and, uh, sorry, Dr. Fauci replied, Francis, I'm pasting in below a piece from Wired that debunks this theory. And then Facebook and Google and Instagram all followed suit and called it misinformation if you deviated from the narrative. I mean, it's, it's so if you have a study that just shows something different, or you have a different perspective that doesn't necessarily mean it debunks it. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's one. And, and I just think that the whole defamation of them and everything that they predicted, if y'all go back and look it, they were right. They were yeah. right. Were you going to read but, something? No, from I was, I was yeah. just, that was what they, that he right. emailed, said, we need a quick and devastating takedown of this because mm -hmm. there were actual doctors challenging the lockdowns and the masks and all that from the very beginning and because they went out and they did their little quick and devastating takedown and had the media and big tech involved yeah this is where we are now well and oh. then and then the masks like speaking of masks yeah. the the doc is it dr leanna win one of my faves yes. <laughs> how she was all about they all were all about the mask and now they're flipping and now she's even saying that her, did she say her child was even um, injured it. by the masks? But we say this because um, it was just in, once again, coffee and COVID today that um, YouTube quietly 
change their policy about what goes against community guidelines. But I can go ahead and assure you that Instagram and Facebook probably have not changed these guidelines because, you know, science is different on different social media platforms. Um, but the before policy actually said that you could not, I'm trying to bring it up so I can I read it. it. Oh, you got it. Um, yeah, it can says it? Okay. The, the platform recently slid a stealth update into its COVID policies, removing bans on claims that masks don't work. Here's a before and after. So it says that these two bans were removed. Claims that wearing a mask is dangerous or causes negative physical health effects and claims that masks do not play a role in preventing the contraction or transmission of COVID. He says, huh. so go ahead and discuss the fact that masks don't work on YouTube now. Aren't you pleased? Never mind about the last year of getting deplatformed, shadow banned, or perma banned. Everybody makes mistakes. So it's we don't need to get an apology from YouTube or anything. Just they're just gonna change their policy and say, oh, just quietly, you know. But, but I want to know what that what made them change. I, like it's like what what changed for them to change that? Nothing well, changed. It it's it seems to me that that the American public is more and more waking up to the fact that there have been many things that they were wrong on because what, what did we see? But they're not admitting it. Like they're not, they're not really admitting, admitting it. it. And, like, but that's my point. We're saying that the CDC is admitting it. They're not really no. admitting it. No, no, they're, they're saying that we finally, we just, we just followed the science and the science well, led us all the way here. As mm -hmm. Marty, McCar Marty McCarty, who wrote for Barry's piece that I was just okay. reading from, right. um, Marty says, you know, Fauci just told noble lies. Like he just said, well, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't want people to run out and buy masks. That's why we said masks don't work. Then we said they did. And again, it's, it's all theater. It's all BS. And this is where our concern is right now. And we, we said this at the top of the, of the podcast when we said, um, we don't think they should get away with this because no. they do it again. And, and, and there cannot be mercy and grace for these entities that held us captive with BS while encouraging while encouraging the bullying of those who don't get it from our own sitting president, when mm -hmm. Biden said, you know, basically get vaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which was patently false and not supported by an ounce of science. He said, we're, we're, we're and, losing our patience with you. Yeah. And he said, if you get vaccinated, you will not get, uh, you will not go in the hospital. You will not get sick. Right. I mean, you won't what, get COVID. I mean, what, and we know now, you are more likely to be hospitalized and die if you are vaccinated. And right. that is now proven by multiple countries with multiple peer-reviewed science. And the but United States- what Fauci says. The, no, the, the thing is, Fauci still said this doubling down. with yeah. whoever it was when they were, when he was, talking, was it Neil? He still just said, he said the science is overwhelming on the other side. That's so vaccinated so when people, just like Amy said, if you, if you, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're more than likely not just sitting there watching CNN all the time. Okay. And maybe if you are, you're, thank you for uh, opening your mind and just at least listening. Yeah. And that's what we want. We yeah. just want everybody to Open listen. Mind. We, we look mind. at all of them, but it's just, it blows my mind, but it, but it also, it's, you can understand it. If that's all you hear and all you see, People aren't going to go fact check him because they believe they say him. that and they don't show one, <laughs> one study bit. to back it up. They just say it's overwhelmingly unvaccinated in the hospital. And everybody's like, and oh, okay. oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, and no evidence to back that up. No, well, and isn't it weird that the United States did not track evidence? And, and it goes back to the point of the, of the Barry Weiss article by, by uh, Dr. McCarry is this, this idea that like we have billions of dollars at our disposal to do these studies, why aren't we doing them? Y'all, they were in Ukraine. Would you? Yes, yes, we are. But with another three billion dollars, what this week? 
But yeah. y'all, there was a great interview with Dr. Cole and Steve Kirsch. I'm going to give you another uh, place to look, but they're also not doing autopsies. Literally, and, and even if they are, for them to see the spike protein, Dr. Cole talks about how you can actually tell if the cardiac damage or whatever damage you're seeing to the organ, you can tell, but you have to have a certain like machine or something. So I'm probably going to, I'm not going to tell you the exact thing that I just, you know, I listen to so much stuff, but there is a way to tell, but nobody's looking for it. And it goes back to, you cannot find that for which you do not look for. Yeah. And, and if you don't have it, he literally said he, and maybe one other person in this country there's even someone from another country sounds like it was Canada he did not say it but they alluded to it that they wanted him to they wanted a second opinion because the medical examiner or whatever it, in that country didn't find anything on a sudden death you know it's that unknown cause and they wanted Dr. Cole to do it they're not letting Dr. Cole do it they're mm -hmm. not letting him they don't do, want to know they don't want to know and they don't want us to know so y'all just have to think of what's going on and dr cole even told us that fauci even told them in the beginning don't do autopsies why would you not do why would you not do autopsies on the thousands of athletes that are suddenly dying what? why are you going to just slap a label on it sudden adult death sudden adult death syndrome why and why are we going to accept this we cannot we cannot accept this y'all because it could be your your loved ones kids it could be yes. some of your friends it could be you we have to stop this now this is yeah. why we're doing this because i don't want more people to die and we're not we can't <laughs> let them get away with it like you said holly and we can't forget no no, no. and we 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 cannot allow not them to we're not putting this under the rug and no. moving on no, no. if if Fauci thinks he's just going to go quietly into that yeah. good night yeah. it, it's either going to be the jail or the grave at this point because i'm going to tell you something there is no way with the amount of things he had to have not been truthful about for reasons that we can only assume were political or or about power and money. And we need to know, he should have to give full disclosure for where he is invested or his wife, who's also with the NIH, is invested. Right. Where are you invested? What patents do you own? I mean, we already know that he has connections with Moderna. He lied, he lied under oath. Oh, 100% oh, said there was no gain of function research. That should have been everybody's tip off. He's a freaking liar. Because now we know there was gain of function research and that's been proven too. And I mean, why he's not being held account, I can only assume has to do with the fact that he's got so many friends inside Washington, D.C. that they're not ready to do that yet, which is exactly why we need to put the rogue folks in who will mm -hmm. go in and they don't care because they're no longer beholden to money and power. They will simply love this country enough to do what's right. Yep. Amen. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> We know that as we're recording this right now, and I, we probably shouldn't even talk about it too much because by the time this airs in two days, um, there will be more out on it that I'm sure we're going to want to talk about. But apparently Biden's talking right now. My BFF, Kara, just texted me. Um, he's talking right now. And uh, she she said, are you watching? And she goes, good, save your sanity. Um, but she said, she said she's in the car, so she's listening. But she said that um, Peter Ducey of Fox News just asked him about the FBI raid. And that, that was his first question. Sorry, but Peter Ducey, God bless him. He's the only one. I love him. Only one. It's like, how was your vacation? What ice cream flavor did you get? What, what ice cream? Did you ride your bike? <laughs> how you feeling? Um, did you take your meds this morning? All right. Second question was, is this fair to have people who have paid off their loans? So this right. student loan forgiveness, and he did not answer. Um, he said lots of mumber, lots of mumbles and let me say it again and whatever it is he says. Um, but this is the point, guys. Um, when we start talking about forgiving people for debts that they agreed to, number one, you don't get a student loan without agreeing to it. 
Number two, the amount of sacrifices made by so many families to pay for their children's educations, or in the case of my future and daughter-in-law, worked her ass off to right. pay for her for, to go to school. And we're going to sit here and say, oh, you could have had it a lot easier, China. You wouldn't have had to work all those jobs. You could have just right. say, oh, please forgive me. That is so un-American and it is so unfair and unjust to, for, and also you, who is paying for it? The taxpayers, we're paying for it. There's nothing free. There's not, my, my son, I may have told this story before, but he dated this girl who thought she liked Bernie Sanders. And I know he was terrified for me to know that. And she came into my house one day and she sat down and, um, and I looked at my son for permission to ask her because I knew, and he gave me the permission. And I told her, I said, honey, I've got some Oreos over there in my in terrible, terrible treat, right? But that was the example I used. I've got some Oreos over there in my uh, pantry. You can go in there and you could eat all you want and they'd be free to you. But they weren't free to me. Who paid for them? She said, you did. I said, nothing is free. If anybody tells you something is free, you tell them they're a liar because nothing is free. Nothing is free. Someone always pays. And you know who pays, honey? Your mama and daddy. And me and Mr. Brewer, we're the ones who pay because we pay our taxes. Mm -hmm. Do you know that like half of America, many of them don't, but we do. And because we do pay, we get a little pissed off that we work so hard to give away so much of our money so right. that people can live off of free stuff. And you can call me intolerant or privileged or whatever you want. I can give you my whole family history of how I don't come from rich people. I come from hardworking people who believed in doing the right thing. That's what I came from. And that's when you learn when you learn how to work hard and you learn how to do the right thing, good things can happen. And this is where we are going down a slippery slope with such a, a, such a speed at this point that I am so concerned that our kids, that these future generations are gonna be so pathetically weak. We're not gonna be the United States of America anymore because the United States of America was not built on weakness. It was built on strength and unity. And now we have weakness and divide and it's being perpetuated left and right. And so many of you are buying into it. And it, listen, it's easy to buy into. It right. sounds so nice to say free stuff, free stuff, right. right? Free stuff right before the elections, just to like right. you know. No, this is totally political. It. I was thinking about it today, like you were talking about that Boston Tea Party story. You know, I'm sitting yeah. here like half the reason why this country was became independent from England is because of the outrageous taxation. Like our founders would be rolling over in their graves if they knew oh. mm -hmm. how much we as Americans work and how much money is taken from us out of our paychecks and how much we pay in taxes only to go to Ukraine, mm -hmm. three billion more dollars of our money going to Ukraine only to or go the to illegal immigrants, illegal immigrants you know, for, for all their needs and for needs yeah. of every other country, like studies of like, you know, helmet use in Uganda. Um, what else? Like, oh, just, yeah. Like if, if geckos are having sex, yeah, like not. quails when they have sex <laughs> on cocaine, <laughs> Does it, you know, is it better? This is or legit. Worse? Like this, this is, is legit. Real. That's this right. Is what's happening. This is where our money is going. And I feel like all of it is like a shell of like some kind of laundering scheme. I mean, and oh, this yeah. is my opinion, but like, are these studies for real? Like, are we really studying quails, sexual habits on cocaine? Or are we having that out there? And where is this money really going? And this is our money. And, you know, we're paying off student debt that these people agree to. I had, I had student loans and my parents, you know, got me some student loans and we paid them all off. And ourselves. there's a, there was a really, there's a powerful we knew video. That's what we're supposed to do. Right. Like, yeah. That's 
Well, and that's and this is what's happening. People are getting you get penalized for doing the right thing. The right thing. Oh. And then you get rewarded for basically not doing anything. And I'm not saying that there are people that do, truly do benefit from this and are right. in there a hard situation that need, help, that need this. But- so we are not being insensitive or, you know, uh, about that. But we have to just look at what is he doing? Like, why are we going, sending so much money to Ukraine? And even in Coffee and COVID, they were saying that like, where someone admitted that like only a small percentage is actually going to the weapons and stuff. So where's the other stuff going? They're doing Vogue photo shoots. And I've also thought about, right, the taxes, you know, we've talked about this with education. You know, when you have like a corrupt education, it was, it was fine for me. Like I didn't really think about it when my kids were in public school and it was fine or I thought it was fine. But when you realize that it's your, your free quote, free public mm-hmm. school system is yep. corrupt and you don't want to send your kids there and you got to go pay for a private school, but your money is still going to pay for the your corrupt money, school. Yeah. Your tax money is still going there. How does that make sense? It why, I know they've talked about this. Like, why can't our taxes follow our kids the, with the education? Like yep. it, you know, if we're going to pay out the yin yang, it needs to go towards something. That's right. And then also the whole, like when they tell the whole story, when they want it to sound like, oh, this sounds so great. Like the inflation reduction act and stuff. I just wanted to bring this up too with yeah. Ford, you know, how like they say the prices will, you know, that, that you're going to not have as many taxes, but yet Ford is like laying off, off thousands of his of their employees. And the, even though Biden said our economy is great and yeah. then they yeah. are increasing the price of the car. Uh, right, right by like a thousand or two thousand dollars right eight thousand dollars and oh, they're increasing it by eight thousand dollars well shiitake yeah and then yeah. see about the free health care like somebody in canada was talking about you know free health care meanwhile you know it sounds great but you're waiting for four days to be seen mm-hmm. lines are out the door which is actually already happening like, here that's happening here that's I, I have it somewhere, but like, it sounds, it sounds like an absolute, he's like, so when you think that you're, you know, oh, this is so nice. It's free. It is horrible. Well, and let me just say also with the mandates that no one's apologized to the people who lost their jobs their livelihoods their careers their incomes, what have you, they lost, they lost because of a mandate that we now know was right. Yes. I mean, that really at this point, everyone should know. And there, where's their apology? Where's right. their apology? Because let me tell you what we did. We took all the critical thinkers out of medicine. And I'm going to say it. We yeah. took we took people with courage and a backbone out of medicine, out of our police forces, out of our fire departments, out of our all of our essential crucial workers. We took all the we took the critical thinkers with courage right on out. And let me tell you, God forbid any of us have to go to a hospital anytime soon, because I live in an area which is around Duke University in the University of North Carolina to very prestigious medical schools in our country and heavily influenced on our, they, in fact, many of them are affiliated with the hospitals where I live. And let me just tell you the experience of the last few weeks that we have had personally with my mother who took a fall and then my Kara's dad um, had a stroke. And let me just tell you how horrific the experiences are for people. We have a friend in LA, uh, the three of us too. They went in because she was having some vocal cord issues and for, spent nine days in the ICU because they couldn't figure out that her vocal cords, why her vocal cords were doing it. They finally transferred to UCLA hospital, teaching hospital, where they were able to make a diagnosis and get her home in one day. So from the ICU for nine days and get her home because they were mistreating her. By the way, had to give her Narcan twice because they overdosed her on fentanyl. So, or, or whatever. That was, I know fentanyl was one of the drugs. And again- and you need our critical thinking doctors and, and nurses. Yeah, okay. but, but yet- 
what was that? Was it Harvard? Their graduating class was outside masked? Masked. How do they feel right now? I mean, do they really still believe that? But yet these are the Probably. people who are graduating. This is our future. This is our future. So it's not getting any better unless we it. go back. Let's let's go back to Dr. Cammie Benton and what she's doing. Yep. We need a, the integrative healthcare system. A we need a whole new system. parallel system. People that can she's stay working over there on. if they want. Yeah. We can have our own. Don't don't feed into it. And what is Dr. Benton's? Um, do you remember what the name of her? Um, is it Compass Integrative Medicine? Compass Integrative Medicine. You can donate. Um, you can donate to help make this happen. They are they're creating a hospital in Charlotte, North Carolina, that is an integrative. So first one in the United States. First one in the United States. We'll have all Western medicine and basically Eastern or integrative uh, medicine. And you can choose. You can curate your own plan of treatment based on what you want to use where and giving you the information you need. On, on all of it so that they're not, the doctor's not making the choice in your healthcare, you are. You're making it together in a partnership that is built on information and, and informed consent. They're and not that, putting on a ventilator to get $30,000. They are right. actually oh. looking at you or they're not gonna not give you oxygen just because it's for protocol money. if you can't breathe, you know. It's just, it's unreal. And Absolutely. I just, if we do nothing else, I, want, I hope we have served a purpose here, which we know we have, and we're very grateful. It gives us chills to think about. We know that we've helped many of you um, make informed choices for yourselves. And that there, there, if we could quit today and know we have been able to at least help some people. But what I hope we also help do is we help people not forget mm -hmm. that what has happened, there has to be an accounting and, and it has to be an ownership of all the mistakes and, and trying to right the wrongs that have happened. I'm not saying, listen, there, if we don't do it, they will do this again. Just give mm -hmm. them time. They'll do it again. Yep. They'll do it again. They'll keep going. Well, we just had a massive brain dump uh, right on wrong today. Uh, <laughs> we knew it was going to be like this. It's been a long time. There was a lot of... And there's a oh, lot more. There's a lot more that we didn't even. I mean, we yeah. didn't even get into the um the where was it that they had the anti-white housing on the call? Oh, like Michigan mm. or something. It was on. Um, oh, wasn't it? Michigan? I thought Wherever it was Ivy School. I can't remember. But y'all, they had an anti-white. Like you could not. That was the see. teachers. That was the teachers. They were going to fire the um, fire the white teachers. And oh, them. that was, oh, yeah, no, that was in Wisconsin. I think it was Wisconsin. I think it was Wisconsin. They were getting, okay, so if anyone gets fired, white people first. So that was the first thing. Uh, that then, was one, they, but the other one was a, a college where they had a housing, it was off campus, but they yeah. had an anti-white, they had an anti-white, you could not be white and live there. And also if you're going to bring a white person over, you had to tell the whole house and they were not allowed in the commons area. Like this is so back backwards. I can't even believe that we think we're going to heal racism by becoming racist. I, I don't understand is rolling over in his grave too, along oh. with Washington and our founders. Listen, I'm sure Martin Luther King Jr. is glad he's in heaven. He's a big old WTF on a daily basis. Good Lord. Lord. Oh my Lord. Oh. Well, we got more coming, guys. We have lots of guests that we're going to get on here to continue interviewing. And thank you for just continuing to support us. Please yes. go follow. Please go like. Tell them about Truth Social. Did we say that in the beginning? No, we okay, that. okay, we're gonna create. Yeah. Okay, and right. and we got a we got a store coming for you. And again, all of this is simply to continue to spread the word. Um, anything that we're doing is not as as Kristen put it so well. This is not pers This is not about um personally trying to get any kind of attention or or, or anything like that. 
We are here to simply get the message across and provide as much of the resources and information we can to help people know what's really happening here. So thank you for being a part of our journey. Thank you for subscribing, liking, commenting, um, following us on social media, and certainly sharing this with someone that needs to hear it. We can't help everybody, but we can certainly help those with an open mind. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.